3: listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris.
4: All right, welcome to hour number two of the broadcast. As usual, we bring to you a fascinating guest, and for the hour he will be with us. His name is Kevin Sullivan, and he's written three books about Ted Bundy. This book is called The Bundy Secrets Hidden Files on America's Worst Serial Killer. And Kevin Sullivan, I understand too from your biography that uh, you're a fellow Christian, you're also a pastor. you're you're a pastor. You've got a counseling ministry, uh, yeah. and now you're and and you're writing these books about Ted Bundy. Uh, so <laughs> uh, p- people probably wonder, like, what, what what's going on with this guy? Yeah. I'm fa- I'm personally fascinated <laughs> with Ted, Ted Bundy myself. Be- the, the reason for me is is this: I teach women self defense, uh-huh. and one of the things that happens in these self defense classes is I get th- this sort of naive look. When I start telling them about scenarios where they could be lured into a car or lured, right. you know, into an unsafe situation, and they look at me like, "Yeah, really? Is someone's really going mm-hmm. to convince me to do that?" And that's why I started recently showing a Ted Bundy documentary at the beginning mm-hmm. of my my workshops for these women. Right. Uh, and some of them are driven to tears. Others look like they're about to throw up after seeing mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. I think that's all a good thing. For them to know Mm -hmm. that there are people like this guy, Ted Bundy, walking the streets who have what I call a 10th degree black belt in being evil. And I'm a third degree black belt. I train women who are black belts and higher in street Mm -hmm. self-defense. and. good. it's it's hard for people to believe that someone can be this evil. So let's start Mm -hmm. with with you. Why is a pastor, a counselor, why are you so interested Mm -hmm. in Ted Bundy writing now a third book about this guy? Well,
1: very interesting. I like to say, too, that I, I have something I like to say that is very true. Most of us lead normal lives. I like to say that everything is normal until it's not. And that's what can happen sometimes when you're talking about crime and society. And some people put themselves at higher risk than others. But terrible things can happen by just sometimes being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, I never intended to to actually, you know, write about Ted Bundy. I have been a minister for uh, over 30 years. I've spent most of my adult life in the ministry. uh, uh, I've been a Christian for 40 when, when I was 10 years old, though, I read a the first adult book I read was a book I took off my dad's uh, library shelf. It was called The World's Worst Murderers by a man named Charles Franklin. It was out of England, and um, I was fascinated by it. That was a heavy and topic
4: I, for a 10-year-old. I'm surprised 10-year-old. Da- Dad didn't take that away from you. you today, well, we wouldn't let a yeah. 10-year-old read a book like that.
1: No, no. And... Uh, he didn't I don't think he knew I read it until after I was finished with it, but I would occasionally have to ask my mother uh how to pronounce certain words, but uh you know I, that started an interest, but it wasn't just there as i as i uh you know grew in years and there was an interest about conflict and war and other cataclysmic events and uh but uh, as I say, I spent most of my life in the ministry, and I am a Christian. But I I had what I call the writing bug hit me, and uh, my first book was published. It was a personality study on George Armstrong Custer, and that came out in uh, December of 1995. And I thought, well, I'll just write this book. I can get this writing stuff out of my system, and then that would be it. But that wasn't it, and one thing led to another. So I was basically conducting the ministry along with my writing, and I ended up writing about true crime. I'm primarily known as a true crime writer and with well, the book that put me on, uh, you know, it, it, it was, it was my breakout book was my first book on Ted Bundy. And that was called the Bundy murders, a comprehensive history. And
4: I have I it on my bookshelf. Book. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you, it's oh, you do? Oh. oh, I do. It. It is. I bring it to my yeah. women's self-defense workshops and I yeah. show them exhibit a, here you are.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, uh, then, then, you know, that uh, that all happened by chance. Uh, a, a, a good friend of mine who is now deceased, his name was uh, Jim uh, Massey, he was good friends with the lead detective in the Bundy case in Utah, and, and and that man was, his name was Jerry Thompson. And I had known for years that Jerry had Ted Bundy's murder kit, uh, because that's where Bundy, Bundy was brought out of the shadows, and that's that's where he was arrested, and it, and it came to light that he was the killer of the women from the Northwest and Utah and Colorado and Idaho and all that. So he's had that. Uh, The Salt Lake County Sheriff's Office had it after Buddy was executed in Florida in 1989. Uh, Jim, when you say
4: uh, the murder uh, kit, are you talking about the duct tape and the handcuffs and all of that stuff?
1: Everything. Yeah. In fact, yeah. If if you look in the book, there's a there's a picture from the police department in 1975, but there's also a picture of the murder kit on my dining room table because when Jerry Thompson came to Louisville uh, back in 2005. He didn't know he was bringing it, the gym, my friend said, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have dinner with Jerry and his wife because they'll be in town at such and such a date. We'd like to have dinner. I said, yes. Turns out he brought the murder kit with him, turned it over to Jim for a couple of days, and I got to bring it to the house here, our house, and I called my wife, and I said, honey, if there's anything on the dining room table, just move it. I'm bringing Ted Bundy's murder kit into the house, and I need to take photographs. She was less than pleased that it was coming into the house. But anyway, I took photographs of it. And before Jerry left two days later, he gave me and he gave Jim one of the uh, Glad bags, big trash bags, that Bundy carried in his vehicle. And he would use these bags to put the women's clothes in, and he would discard those away from the body. He would always leave a body nude, no clothes. The only thing, they might have a beaded necklace, but that would be it. And it was so surreal meeting Jerry and having that bag. And I said to myself, I'm going to write a book about this guy. And I immediately had people say, Yeah, you, know, you don't really need to do that. Bundy's uh, been done to death. But I said, No, I, I went with that which I had on the inside of me. And it's a good thing I did because halfway through the book, I was starting to uncover new, verifiable, and never before published information about four of the murders and a lot of new information about the case in general. And I knew once I was halfway through the book that, that, that it, it, I knew I could write a good book on Bundy. I, I, I knew I could at least do that. I didn't know that it would be set apart in the ways that it ended up being set apart. And so I was very pleased with that. And uh, but that, that's, that's the only reason I, that I wrote about Dead Bundy. And in fact, I had written an article for a magazine, a newspaper, a weekly print newspaper that started here in Louisville called Snitch. And it was uh, in five or six states at one time. By 2005, I think it was just in uh, Louisville and Lexington, Kentucky. And I think North Carol North Carolina, I think, was running it. But I wrote an article for Snitch about meeting Thompson, and I and I, I titled it three days with with you know Ted Bundy and it all all about the murder kit. And I thought, well, that that that's enough. But when I decided to write the book, I got on this journey. It, it took it took a couple of years, maybe two two and a half years, and it just, it just took off from there. I never thought I'd write another book about Ted. But in 2015, I did a companion volume called uh, The Trail of Ted Bundy, Digging Up the Untold Stories. And again, I uncovered a lot of new testimony from people that had never been. And it is before. interesting
4: uh, what, what you yeah. probably have yeah. found. What you probably uh, have found is, is what I have found. We had Stephen Michaud on the, on the show and uh-huh. it's one of our biggest downloaded shows of all the shows we've ever done that yeah. that Ted Bundy even in death has a tremendous following of people that are just mm-hmm. interested in the case and interested yeah. in the inner workings of the mind of this serial killer we're going to take yeah, a break cool. when we come back more about the Ted Bundy murders with author Kevin Sullivan fascinating fascinating discussion we'll be right back I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. Com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com.
5: Paid non attorney spokesperson, injuryhelpdesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Attention. If you or a loved one had a total or reverse shoulder replacement between 2011 and 2016 and suffered serious complications, including dislocation and loosening, you may be entitled to substantial compensation. Evidence indicates that these devices can dislocate and loosen, causing severe pain and may require additional revision surgery. If you or a loved one had a total or reverse shoulder replacement and suffered a dislocation and loosening requirement, Requiring a revision? Call 800-598-0696. If you or a loved one had a total or reverse shoulder replacement between 2011 and 2016 and suffered serious complications, including dislocation and loosening, you may be entitled to substantial compensation. Time is limited to file a claim. Act now. For more information and a free consultation, call 800-598-0696. That's 800-598-0696. Again, that's 800-598-0696. Call now.
6: This is Holly Thomas, Group Vice President of Cause Marketing for Macy's. Our company is working together with the March of Dimes through March for Babies to raise money and awareness about the serious problem of premature birth in the US. That's why Macy's is committed to raising funds through our employees, customers, family and friends to improve the health of moms and babies everywhere. Won't you please join us in March for Babies? Start a team today at marchforbabies.org.
7: When a storm causes power loss for a whole day, it can seem endless. There's a new kind of storm brewing, one that could target our nation's power grid and turn off the power for not just days, but for months or longer. Veteran news anchor Ted Koppel's new book, Lights Out, details this exact scenario. And CENTCOM General Lloyd Austin says it's not a question of if, but when. That's why Americans are rushing to secure solar power generators to provide an endless supply of life-saving electricity without gas, fumes, or noise. And the Breakthrough Patriot Power Generator 1500 has it all. Portable and lightweight, providing up to 1,500 continuous watts of clean, quiet, and free, renewable solar power. If a blackout strikes, you'll have power for heat, lights, cell phones and computers and critical medical devices, all from the rechargeable solar power. Our first introduction sold out fast, and with high demand, we can't guarantee keeping the supply in stock. Stay protected with the power you need. The Patriot Power Generator 1500. Right now, enjoy our special easy pay option. Just go to blackout27.com. That's blackout27.com. Blackout27.com.
6: Be prepared for the next disaster with the Shelter Pod. The Shelter Pod is a large, all season, heavy duty, quick deploy shelter. The Shelter Pod system can be set up in 30 seconds and includes an emergency medical kit, water filter, survival tools, and more. Are you prepared to take care of your family? Do you have everything in one place ready to go? Get it. Now or enter to win a complete shelter pod system at shelterpod.com. The shelter pod at shelterpod.com. Shelter when you need it most.
4: You're listening to Jim Paris Live. We are back. We're talking about Ted Bundy. Who I believe, and and our guest Kevin Sullivan believes, is America's worst serial killer. And uh, interesting, I mentioned this when Stephen Mashab was with us, that as a a young person, uh, when I was in college, so this would have been back in uh, 1984, I actually was in a music group that performed in the prison in Florida where Ted Bundy was. Mm, and, and, yeah, and so the 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 prisoners on death row were able to see us on close circuit television. So that, so I was that close, you know, to Ted Bundy being yep. right there. Sure, I remember go, being in, in in that prison. I I I, I researched mm-hmm. it to make sure it was the prison, but it was Stark, Florida. Uh, right. I believe is where we were and 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 we were told sure. that he was there uh mm-hmm. which was sort of a chilling thing but uh one of oh, the yeah. things one of the things I say to my students in my women's self defense class is mm-hmm. it's sort of like a mathematical calculation there is mm-hmm. your your will to not be abducted up against right. the will of the bad guy to abduct you and, and, and it's simple math. Either your will will be greater or their will right. will be greater and you will either be abducted or not abducted. Uh, mm-hmm. Ted Bundy was a guy, would you say, uh, of just an extreme commitment, uh, and will to taking these young women, including, uh, very creative plans, fake, yeah. fake casts, crutches, all yeah. kinds of stories. Tell us about that.
1: Well, especially uh, when he began the murders in, in the Northwest, in the Seattle area. He was exceedingly good at murder. He was an expert planner. Now, he was on home territory, so he always had plenty of time to pick out those areas where he wanted to have, you know, body dumps, and there were two in Washington State. But he, 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 he planned very well for murder. And um, it, he appears at the time to never leave anything to chance. At the same time, he was an exceedingly bold killer. And if you look at the, uh, sometimes the type of abductions he did, for instance, uh, the abduction of Linda Ann Healy out of a house um, in the university district. Uh, and she lived there with with uh, four other women. And he crept out in the basement and uh, he took her out of that basement. He choked her into unconsciousness uh he checked this out there was a woman uh, there were two rooms down there separated by a partition of, of you know plywood so he had he had to be quiet he choked her into unconsciousness she she had a nosebleed from it it it, it ran down the back of her nightgown he uh took her off the bed he he, he hung the gown up in the closet he made the bed perfectly something that linda did not do at least during the week, uh, and um, he grabbed uh, like a, a backpack and some clothes, carried her up the steps. And I've, I've been to this house. There's only two ways you can go. You go up the steps from the basement, which is uh, comes up on the side. You can either go to the rear. He could have parked his VW in the alley, but if he did, he would have effectively blocked it because it's very narrow, and a lot of people could have seen him. Or he walked down the steep steps down the front and. This is not the kind of thing. If you're an abductor, you think you sh- you you should do because at, at even at that hour there could be people out there. But he was very bold as a killer, and he's very unusual, and he was very smart. And so when we look at him in retrospect, and we see there, there's such a disconnect in the minds of most people. Those that knew Bundy would have their own epiphanies as. Time rolled on as to his guilt, and it hit people at different times. But
4: and he was the uh, the stereotypical sociopath. So people that yeah. like work with him thought he was this wonderful, gregarious, outgoing guy. Whilst at sure. night he was out killing women, murdering, raping, torturing them.
1: Yes, yes, and and that that uh, I do make a distinction that in, in in the northwest, and even when he was in Utah, and then branching out to Colorado and Idaho, he was an a really, really uh, serious killer, and he he tried not to leave any clues. Now, by the time he had his descent, I call, I, I actually like to call it, and he ended up in Florida after he escaped Colorado. He was a far different killer down there. He was uh, physically unkempt a lot. He uh, didn't care so much about uh, you know what he did. He was more of a not a planner of murder, but an opportunistic. You know, he was still bold, so he, though,
4: in the, in like going into yes. that uh, that frat house, uh, yeah, uh, at the college here, and and the China you know China. yeah clearly could have been caught there with as many women as could have been around, and and it sure, seems sure. interesting how he would take those bold moves, and then you sort of juxtapose that with sort of targeting people individually with one of his fake cast stories or whatnot to get them in his car, right?
1: Well, I, it was so it was so it was so uh, bad. For, for these ladies up, up in the Northwest side, even when they knew women were disappearing, they couldn't, when they ran into Ted Bundy and he asked for a favor and he was hobbling on crutches or something else was going on, he was articulate, he was handsome, he was nice, he was friendly, he was smiling. They, In the back of their minds, they knew these women were disappearing, but they, they did not make the connection between a man like that and the person that was out there doing these terrible things. It just didn't seem like that it could be him. And he course, doesn't
4: look like the uh, what you would consider, no. like when we teach kids about stranger danger, one of the things that right. are important to tell them is it's not someone with a big black hat and a twirly mustache like you see in your cartoons. It could just be a normal-looking uh, person. Now, right. w- with, w- with Ted Bundy, how many times was he actually held by the police? Because I know, wasn't there at least one occasion that he was incarcerated awaiting trial and he escaped from that and then just sort yeah, of took w- on the new identity to come to Florida.
1: Yeah. Well, what happened was uh, through all his time of murder, um, what, what he would do is the, the investigations would get so hot, like up, uh, up in Washington state, he left there, came to Utah to uh, supposedly attend law school, which he did, but he was really thrilled about having a new hunting ground. When that became hot, he would strike out into Colorado and then Idaho and he was nearly caught in Idaho. He was caught in a woman's dorm, and he, they asked for his identification. He didn't have it, so they made him leave. But that was the closest he ever came to it. But in, in August of 1975, he was, he was out hunting. He said later he wasn't out hunting that night for women, but he was. His murder kit was, uh, was, was in his car. It was open. Stuff was out of it. He had, already, he, he had removed the passenger seat. Uh, to his VW, laid that in the back. The reason why he did that: because sometimes when he'd pick up these girls, he'd whack them, and he'd, he'd lay them down there and throw a like uh, a blanket over them. But he was, but he was arrested because he was in a neighborhood and he tried to in Granger, Utah, and he tried to run from this this cop. And um, so he was arrested, and and he, you know he was being very suspicious. He said he'd gone to a movie that wasn't even playing, and so you know he. Uh, the detectives were called in, they came to the scene, and Detective Andrak, uh, you know, I mean, it, he knew that this guy was more than just a burglar. Uh, he had some tools in his car, they thought, well, he might be a burglar. But Andrak would later said, no, no, this is more, he's more than a burglar because he's got stuff in there for tying people up. And so he was arrested in August, but they, but they didn't make the connection uh, until October that it was Bundy who a year earlier in Utah had tried to kidnap a woman uh, named Carol DeRange. And
4: we'll pick it up up there, uh, Kevin, right after the break. Our guest, Kevin Sullivan. The book, The Bundy Secrets. Chilling, chilling and fascinating information. More after this break.
6: Be prepared for the next disaster with the Shelter Pod. The Shelter Pod is a large all-season heavy-duty quick deploy shelter. The Shelter Pod system can be set up in 30 seconds and includes an emergency medical kit, water filter, survival tools, and more. Are you prepared to take care of your family? Do you have everything in one place ready to go? Get it now or enter to win a complete shelter pod system at shelterpod.com. The ShelterPod at shelterpod.com. Shelter when you need it most.
5: It's called the Deep State. Barack Obama's most loyal aides still hold office, and they want to stop President Trump. Deep State was first revealed in the runaway New York Times bestseller, Big Agenda. David Horowitz's Big Agenda exposes Obama's government in exile and his shocking plan. Newsmax, Lou Dobbs, Ann Coulter all say you must read Big Agenda at bookstores everywhere. Or check out our free offer. Call 800-NEWSMAX, 800-NEWSMAX, or go to BigAgenda411.com. That's BigAgenda411.com.
2: Dr. Joel Wallach is not your typical doctor. Both a veterinarian and naturopathic physician, Dr. Wallach asks, why does America spend more money on health care by far and yet ranks 50th in health and longevity worldwide? The doctor believes that people should be empowered with a basic understanding of nutrition, then take charge of their life to attain optimal health and longevity through nutrition, not by toxic prescription drugs that lead to side effects, requiring more toxic prescription drugs. Talk about being dependent on drug companies, to our own destruction no less. This is clearly a deadly recipe. Doc Wallach's message is resonating with an increasing number of Americans who are waking up to all the government and big pharma manipulation of our healthcare system. I like what Doc Wallach is saying and doing to enlighten people and have joined forces to help this tireless crusader spread his message. Visit GCNMinerals.com and listen to Dr. Wallach's deadly recipes lecture. It makes a lot of sense and I invite you to join the GCN Minerals team. Go to GCNMinerals.com That's GCNMinerals.com
0: Think about this. Your community's aging water infrastructure systems are very likely to be contaminated with heavy metals like lead, disinfection chemicals like ammonia, chlorine and chloramines and pharmaceuticals like statins pain meds and antidepressants. And no water treatment plants are not equipped to filter these pharmaceutical toxins out. Protect your family's water supply with a trusted Big Berkey water filter. New NSF EPA certified lab tests show Big Berkey water filters remove chloramines, pharmaceuticals, BPA pesticides, bacteria and viruses, all forms of fluoride, and much more. Big Berkey water filters are the original and most trusted on the market, the gold standard in water purification. And our filters last for years at less than two cents per gallon. Big Berkey, the one powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get your Big Berkey today. Call 1-877-99-BERKEY or click BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey water filters for the love of clean water. This is Elizabeth McCabe, a.k.a. Lucky One of Truth Frequency News. I wanted to tell you all about Extendivite from HeartDrop.com. Y'all know I check everything before I air it. When I heard about Extendivite on TFR, I went to HeartDrop.com and started my research. It's got cayenne. That's good for blood and circulation. It stimulates the blood flow. It's got garlic, which fights bacteria like antibiotics, and it lowers the cholesterol and blood pressure. It also has milk thistle, which is the best detox for liver. I couldn't wait to try it out, and I'm glad I did four months ago. And here's obvious results. My hands and feet don't get cold anymore. The varicose veins have faded too. My wrists don't hurt after typing all day. Now I tell you all this because it's true and I want you to really live life. Try ExtendoVite. Go to heartdrop.com and order it. ExtendoVite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with
4: ExtendoVite.
3: You are listening to Jim Paris Live.
4: All right. We will go ahead now and open up the phone lines. If you want to call in with your question or comment about Ted Bundy, Uh, maybe something you're thinking of asking that I haven't asked, something you've always wanted to ask someone who's an expert on Ted Bundy, 877 317-6432, 317-6432, or you can send your questions by email, Jim at ChristianMoney dot com. Please include your city in the subject line of your email, Jim at ChristianMoney dot com, or call in now with your question toll-free eight seven seven three one seven six four three two. And before we get back here to the arrest history of Ted Bundy. Uh, I wanted to make a comment about the uh, very interesting YouTube videos that you will find from Kevin Sullivan, our guest. So if you go to YouTube and type in Kevin Sullivan, Ted Bundy, you will find a series of videos. Um, uh, Kevin, some of these taking you to various locations of the crimes as you go on the road uh, looking at these cases and the actual locations. Is that right? Oh,
1: sure. Yes, that's correct. I have been to a number of locations, uh, but not all of them. The first time around, when I was writing the Bundy murders, because I'd gotten like I couldn't make it to Washington State, but I got everything I needed from there—maps, photographs, but all the case files. So, uh, but but I wanted to just make a visit to all of them, and so I did so in 2015, and it was fun. And my publisher, Wild Blue Press, suggested I make some some you know videos, and I really hadn't thought about it, so. I, 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 I'm a novice at that, but I threw myself into it and did it anyway, and I think they came off. You know, yeah. You know, well, you know,
4: I, I, I mean, today it's not even so much about the production quality. People will forgive right. production quality if there's good information right. in there, and, yes, and uh, yes. these videos look very, very interesting. So, so, so Ted Bundy. There were many opportunities for him mm-hmm. to have been caught and held and prosecuted, and it seemed mm-hmm. like even with the authorities, this guy's will to continue on was greater than their will to to hold on to him and uh yeah. it's so sad because there's so many occasions like you had pointed out where he may have been caught and arrested mm-hmm. and then been become a convicted mm-hmm. felon and may not have been able to go on but give us the quick history of the various occasions so so this sure. this last one you were referencing tell us again where right. that was and then they didn't hold him and, and he got away
1: Yeah well what happened uh is uh, after he was arrested in August, uh, they actually pinned the Carol Duran abduction on him. Where he tried to uh, Car- Carol is the only woman that, that ever got away from Bundy, and wow. uh, and sh- she lived and she reported it was a man with a Volkswagen, playing a police officer. But she, but but she got away from him. And that same night, he left immediately and went and kidnapped Debbie Kent out of the Vuma High School, uh, and uh, and and killed her. Well, they. Jerry Thompson put two and two together and he was charged with the abduction of Carol DeRange. And he was, he went through a trial in early uh, uh, 1976 and was convicted of that. And he received a one to 15 year sentence at point of the mountain prison, the Utah state prison. And while he was in the Utah prison, uh, Mike Fisher out of Colorado, who is a really a nice guy and just an excellent investigator. I mean, all these guys are, but, Mike got a, a, a warrant uh, for, for, for taking out for the murder of Karen Campbell that Bundy had killed uh, at, at the Wildwood Inn. And so transferred to Colorado, and because of the laxness, the lax attitude of the jailers, he got away the first time by jumping out of the second-story window and i've been up to that window that was
4: a it, a, a law library where he was asking yes. for time to prepare for his trial is that right
1: yes yes which he had a right to do because he was helping to represent himself but they left a window open it's an old court like a hundred years old and, it, and i've been up there I look it, it, it's it's uh it's very daunting to jump from that height but he did it he injured himself but not 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 bad enough that, that he couldn't run but he wandered around in the wilderness four or five days, it, he was brought back. He was transferred to uh, a different jail, and he ended up escaping from there because they put him in a cell. There's this rather large light fixture that was due to be welded, but they didn't weld it. They thought, he's, he can't get up there. The prisoners, the other prisoners, would report to the jailers, we hear Bundy crawling up above us at night. He's above us, and then he'll go back to his cell. They did nothing. Listen, these folks, as far as the jail, it it was like the Keystone Cops. The second time he got away, he got away for good. And he made it to uh, Denver, hopped a flight to Chicago, took a train to Ann Arbor, uh, came down through. He got kind of confused on where he wanted to go. He wanted to go to Florida, but he came through Louisville. And I remember as just a, you know, a young person at the time, I mean, I was, I was already a minister, but I young compared to now. And uh, I remember thinking, at the first I heard of him. And then when I heard of his second escape, I thought, boy, he didn't come through Louisville. But he did. Took, took the car, stolen car to Atlanta, dropped it off at the railway, but to Florida. Uh, now let me too, stop
4: you on on Chicago yeah. because this is interesting. I have heard this from other people. We have an emailer. Uh-huh. We have a lot of listeners in Chicago. Uh some speculate this emailer wants to know has there ever been any connection to murders in these other stops along the way including Chicago which I've heard about on more than uh-huh. one occasion speculation that there may have been murders in Chicago. That's which of question. course has several college campuses there. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, excellent question. I don't think so uh, because of this reason. Uh, he was interviewed, Bundy, a couple times by a, a criminologist here in Louisville uh, by the name of Ron Holmes. And Holmes asked him when he heard he came through Louisville and he ate a pancake on East Jefferson Street here in Louisville, which I, I used to pass all, all the time. And he asked, when Holmes heard that, he said, did anything else happen while you were here in Louisville? And Bundy said he looked at him and laughed. And he spoke in the third person. He said that person didn't have time for those things. So in other words, he was in a getaway mode. So chances are he didn't kill anybody in Chicago or Ann Arbor or in Louisville or Atlanta. Uh, He waited. In fact, he was in, once he got to Tallahassee, that need quote unquote to, to murder again was, you know, delayed by like maybe a couple of weeks. And then it started again. And then when it started again, it was like a frenzy. So, Chances are he didn't kill anybody on that flight, uh, on that uh, path he took. To he was more worried about keeping yeah.
4: a keeping a, a low profile uh, during yes. that time period. But, but suffice yes. it to say, had he not escaped from prison, there would right. have been a lot of lives that obviously w- would have been saved. And to put this in context, you know, we have people right. listening. We have people listening today of of all different ages, you know, to our show. But but sure. if this were to happen today. Uh, someone who was wanted uh, for an abduction or a murder, who was on the run <laughs> mm-hmm. with the Internet and with cable television and all the other things we right. have today, Facebook, Ted Bundy probably would not have gotten very far in today's world.
1: Well, you know, people have asked me that, and they said, do you think he would not have killed? And I said there isn't any way he wouldn't have killed. But he would have adapted with the times. And smart killers out there will adapt. Now, if you could imagine... Bundy would have such a hard time functioning in a society with, where everybody has a cell phone, which it just takes pictures, it can record videos. Uh, he would have to become a lot slicker in, in the way he would abduct. But he would still abduct because that need is there. Also, whenever he, of course, he was a serial sex killer. So there's never anybody that's abducted by him and murdered where he didn't have sex with him. Chances are a rape before that. He very often would be having sex with them as he murdered them, and he loved necrophilia, so he would have sex afterwards. So, one thing he wouldn't be doing, he would not be depositing himself, as it were, into those women unless he would bury them all. Because he'd never leave them out in in the forest just to have the animals eaten, because anybody got hold of a body they'd be able to match him through you know dna but he didn't have to worry about that then. and Bundy did say anybody he buried uh they stayed buried the only time we ever found the the cops ever found you know remains were those he left on top of the ground usually by the time they found them usually not always they were scattered bones but sometimes he found them like uh, you know uh lauren amy she she her body was there but anyway yeah it's interesting
4: terrible. yeah how he would display the bodies and after this break we're going to ask kevin sullivan who is also a pastor what he thinks is spiritually going on within someone like a ted bundy is it a psychological disorder demon possession uh, all of that and more stay tuned freesurvivalgifts.com at freesurvivalgifts.com you will find a wide array of survival gear books and videos that are all 100% free that's right just pay your own shipping Now, I know you're asking, why is all of this survival gear free? Well, the companies offering this gear are doing so as a way to promote their brand and introduce new products. Check it out today, freesurvivalgifts.com. Pick up one or more free survival items for you and your family. That website, again, is freesurvivalgifts.com. Check it out, freesurvivalgifts.com.
6: Be prepared for the next disaster with the Shelter Pod. The Shelter Pod is a large all season heavy duty quick deploy shelter. The Shelter Pod system can be set up in 30 seconds and includes an emergency medical kit, water filter, survival tools, and more. Are you prepared to take care of your family? Do you have everything in one place ready to go? Get it now or enter to win a complete Shelter Pod system at ShelterPod.com. The Shelter Pod at ShelterPod.com. Shelter when you need it most.
3: Today, how to incorporate your business in just 10 minutes so you won't lose everything if you get sued. Step one, stop putting it off. If you're not incorporated and someone sues your business tomorrow, it's not just your business at risk. You can lose everything, your home, your car, even your life savings. Step two, call the following number for a free 10-minute incorporation guide from Incorporate.com. 1-800-945-1063. They don't provide legal or financial advice. They just make incorporating quick and easy. So you can incorporate or form an LLC in just 10 minutes. That number again is 1-800-945-1063. Step three, congratulate yourself. By taking just 10 minutes to incorporate your business or form an LLC, you protected your home, your car, and your life savings. And that is how you incorporate your business in just 10 minutes. But hurry while they're still giving away these 10-minute incorporation guides for free. Call 1-800-945-1063. That's 1-800-945-1063. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP Hardened Generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP Hardened Solar Generator Energy Insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today.
4: We're listening to Jim Paris Live. All right, we are back, and uh, some tremendous questions coming in. And if you want to find out more about Kevin Sullivan, his name is Kevin M. M is the middle initial, M. Sullivan. You'll find him on Facebook. He has a Facebook page that is very active with information about the Bundy murders. He's also over on YouTube with a number of videos. His publisher is Wild Blue Press Dot com and then of course you'll find his various books at amazon.com uh, Kevin have I covered all bases or is there a personal website as well
1: no that's great yeah that's great and, and, and the only thing I say if you go to, if they go to com, scroll down on the authors you'll see my name click on it they have all the books that I've got like five four or five publishers they, they, they've got all the books there uh, even though it's not published by wildboo press plus I write true crime blogs and they're all archived at Wild Blue Press, so you can go back and read those. And again, uh, just like you said, Jim, you can go to my author page at Amazon, and you can see everything there as well.
4: By the way, uh, just to put a bug in your ear, uh, you should check a book out that I wrote, my only true crime book, which is about a scam that uh, built $150 million from Christians uh, it wow. was about profitable it's called profitable sunrise the book is called exposing mm-hmm. the Ponzi masters and it's wow. a pretty dark mm-hmm. book about where the money yep. ended up which is in uh promoting child uh porn and so forth mm-hmm. uh it, no it, but that that book is just an ebook on Amazon I'd love yeah, to I'll get it out. uh Love to get your feedback on that. So so let's sure. go to this question here from Dallas, Texas. Fantastic question. Being that you're both a pastor and a true crime writer, what a great question from Dallas, Texas. Do you believe that Ted Bundy is just a criminal, sociopath, serial killer in the sort of generic, um, secular sense, we might say? Mm-hmm. Or do you think there's something deeper and darker going on here spiritually in in a person like a Ted Bundy, such as Demon Possession?
1: Yes, uh, absolutely. Now, it's not anything I talk about in my true crime book, but, uh, but I, I think I stand the Mercers at one point when I say that he was never a powerless pawn. Yes, I do believe he had uh, demon spirits as a pastor, as a, a Christian minister. I have seen the activity of darkness. I've seen supernatural things reacting out of people, and so that's very real. And so, yes, I believe that he did have those. And what they would do is they would energize him in the direction he already wanted to go. So they moved in unison. What Bundy wanted and what they wanted was really the same thing. And that's why if you look at some of these killers, not just Bundy, uh, you'll read about killers that during the act of murder, sometimes they'll say it feels like I receded within myself and somebody else was doing the killing. Now, knowing what I know, about spiritual things that's easy for me to figure out what's going on but again most of the world doesn't accept that they don't understand it but you know there's a spiritual world and there's a physical and you almost wonder too uh
4: kevin is as many times as 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 bundy got away from police as uh-huh. he was almost caught doing in this occasion, he was almost caught on this occasion. He had these remarkable escapes and so forth. Right. You, you, you would almost say, like, this is someone that had favor. If if it, these were all good things he right. was doing, you would say good luck or, or favor or mm-hmm. God was with you. If You, you know, if these were right. good things. But being that they're such dark things, you wonder right. the, if the reverse could be true, that there's some dark forces mm-hmm. helping him to, oh, to get away. Yeah.
1: Well, this is interesting. I've, like I said, I've been a reader since I was a kid. Uh, Adolf Hitler, he was a German soldier in the First World War, Austrian uh, Army, I guess he was in. But anyway, he was sitting in a trench one day, and he heard an audible voice say, get up and move. And, you know, trenches aren't just straight. They're st- they, 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 they go in like a snake-like angle purposely so that if a shell hits in the trench, it will be stopped by the angle of it from killing everybody up and down the line. So he's sitting there eating with several people, and he hears his audible voice, get up and move. He moves. And shortly within, a, like, maybe a minute or so, a shell hits where he was sitting and kills those men. So, yes, I do believe. And, it, and they tried to kill Hitler a number of times, and they could never pull it off. Never. So, yes, I do believe that there is evil and spirit. There's a spirit world behind that that can help people who are moving in evil. And, yeah, I, I do think all, all that's true. But, again, that's when I have my minister hat on. Right. Right. And I I understand
4: when we address certain topics, uh, sometimes those those two areas don't mix well as far as, you know, commercial publishing. This question coming in from Jacksonville, Florida. Boy, talk about a a chilling premise for uh, like a movie or a novel. They want to know what your thoughts are about a child of Ted Bundy that uh, was conceived while he was in the Rayford prison in Stark, Florida, that would presently be the age of 29 today.
1: Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Um, I've had a couple emails with Stephen Michaud, and uh, he said in in one email... I'm glad you got his
4: pronunciation right on his name, which I butchered earlier.
1: That's okay. I used to do it all the time. <laughs> Ron Holmes sent me straight on that. He said, it's the show. I said, okay. And uh, So anyway, I, I thought it was just you know, my shot. But anyway, he said, can you imagine what it's like being his daughter? Boy, that's the truth. I mean, so I'm... I'm Say sure that again. You know can I'm, you
4: imagine what it would be like being what?
1: His daughter. That's what Steven said to me in, in this email. He said, can you imagine what it's like being Ted Bundy's daughter? And so you have to think about, did she... I'm sure she knows who her father was. Now, I know that Carol Boone, I never talked to Carol, and I didn't even try to, but I hear she died several years ago. But I'm sure the girl, as we say, she'd be like maybe 29 now. Uh, I'm sure she knows who her dad is. And how does she reconcile that? He so, loves so are Lemon. you
4: saying that this is confirmed, that he did have a child and the child was a, a oh. daughter?
1: Oh, he absolutely did, Yeah.
4: Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was a not I was not aware that that I had heard this. I didn't know that it was an actually yeah. a confirmed thing. So they 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 mm-hmm. actually allowed him at that point to have what the so called conjugal visits. Is that is that right? No
1: I, don't, no, I don't think they allowed him. Two things have happened, uh, may have happened. I think what he did probably is pay some guards to look the other way, and he just had sex with her, and or some people think he ejaculated into a balloon and that he gave it to her on one of the visits, and she inserted that within her, and then the rest would be history. That doesn't sound as plausible to me as him paying the guards to look the other way. I don't know how he accomplished it, because there are no conjugal visits in that prison, or at least there there weren't at that time. And so I, I don't know how he did it, but yeah, it, it's an absolute fact he does have a kid so wow now but
4: yeah that's interesting and you would imagine that she probably would have maybe changed her name or somehow
1: kept herself out of the yeah Mm
4: -hmm. because because that that would be uh that that would be quite something to have a a father uh almost as bad as uh, finding out your father's darth vader right yeah i mean
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's a terrible thing but you know the girl just has to i hope she can see her dad as somebody who was uh terribly warped and uh yeah yeah it doesn't UK, necessarily I, I mean that she's,
4: that she's that she's a a, a bad person no, per se but I mean, someone's at the, this same fine. emailer from Jacksonville is asking about the kin folks of of Ted Bundy are, are there any mm-hmm. uh siblings um cousins uh you know any uh mm-hmm. you know any any other family that we know of of Ted Bundy
1: yeah they all live up in the area you so I don't think they I think they all live in Washington state in fact Linda Bundy used to be on Facebook. I I've, I've seen her picture and Glenn Bundy. Who now
4: who is who is him. Linda who is Linda Bundy to Ted is would that okay. be
1: Yeah, he has four like when uh, when uh when Ted was born to Louise and she went out to uh Browns Point in uh in Washington State, which is right in the Seattle area. The, I'm sorry, the Tacoma area. Uh she married Johnny Bundy. They went on to have four additional children. And they had Glenn Linda Bundy, uh, Sandy, and their last child was Richard. And so it's my understanding they all live up there. But I've seen Glenn's picture and I've seen uh, Linda's picture, but I I didn't contact any of these people. I can't blame the Bundy family. They don't like to give interviews and there's not a lot they could tell me anyway. So I, I almost feel like it would be an imposition. So it didn't, I did have a woman, a guy tell me one day, when he said he knew Linda Bundy uh, that he could have her call me. And so I said, well, that's fine. And then I did get a call from this woman and it might've been her, but it didn't go very well. And so we ended the conversation, but I'm assuming that might've been her, but that was because I was talking to somebody who knew her and it just worked out that way. But mostly I don't bother the families of, of people like this, Uh, but I've talked to a lot of Bundy's friends and I've talked, I worked with all the... And according to my but, math,
4: uh, Ted Bundy would be age 70 if he were alive today. Yeah, he was. So, uh, yeah, So I, I, he could I, still yeah, have, he, like he, you he said, these uh, these stepbrothers. Uh, fascinating oh, yeah. story. Uh, step yep. step uh, family, uh, sisters and brothers. Fascinating story. The Bundy Secrets is the book. Kevin Sullivan has been our guest. Uh, We'll have him back again, talk about the other books. Great topic here, Ted Bundy. Keep your daughters safe, folks. That's the message. If it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris. And if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough. And I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the Internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. Are you retired or facing retirement and you're afraid your income is going to be less than you'd like? I'm Pharmacist Keith, Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and I want to show you a low-cost way to create your own business, working around your current schedule, creating extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusades, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com, that's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. Do you know what's lurking in your water? More than 200 contaminants could be sitting there, just waiting for your glass. With a ProPure water filter, start enjoying clean and great-tasting water today. ProPure filters, independently tested, latest water filter technology. ProPure systems do not require electricity and are easy to set up and easy to use. To find out more, visit your authorized ProPure dealer or propureusa.com. That's p-r-o-p-u-r-u-s-a.com.